morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second hour here on Monday of the Live with Rank program. If you would like to be part of the program today, the number is 269-441-9595. Once again, that's 269-441-9595. Or you can email me at rank, R-E as an excellent N-K, at townsquaremedia.com. The countries that locked down the hardest are now being decimated by COVID-19. It says here in the U.S., COVID-19 has been on a steady decline since January in terms of both cases and deaths. In places like China, South Korea, New Zealand, officials that were once lauded for a highly effective pandemic response are now facing drastic spikes in cases and deaths. Well, isn't that interesting? And those were all the countries, the liberals and those uh, people out there on TV with no brains in their head or just an agenda were telling us to act like. And have you guys heard this? Here is St. Fauci back in 2004. Uh, but she's had the flu for 14 days. Should she get a flu shot? Well, no. If she got the flu for 14 days, she's as protected as anybody can be because the best vaccination is to get infected yourself. And so she if, not she get re- it? if she really has the flu, if she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. Next, if she really has the flu. She right. should not get it again. No, she day. doesn't need it because the, it, it's, the be- it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. Now, I'm... That was back in 2004, I believe. And I'm looking at headlines here. No, Fauci did not flip-flop on natural immunity. Really? Uh, But she's had the flu for 14 days. Should she get a flu shot? Well, no. If she got the flu for 14 days, she's as protected as anybody can be. Because the best vaccination is to get infected yourself. And so, again, another example how the media will make themselves look like absolute idiots. Fools, bobbleheads, knuckleheads, numbnuts, picket. They don't care. They don't care how stupid and unintelligent they are because the stupid and unintelligent keep watching them, apparently. And then this. As many of you know, I keep my numbers. I keep a, an Excel spreadsheet of the numbers of new positive cases, well, total positive, total deaths, and then I have a simple formula to find out the new positive and new death numbers for the Michigan, for the states, United States, and for the world. This morning, for the world, yesterday they reported, you ready for this? Or as of this morning, I think it's real time. As of very early this morning, they reported 1,000 people dying in the whole entire world from COVID. 1,000, of which 600 would have been here in the United States, really. So only 400 people, approximately, only 400 people actually Sorry, I just saw something that I was a bit surprised about. So I tell you, only 400 people in the rest of the entire world died. 
from COVID? Come on. That's Johns Hopkins University. Do you really believe it? I don't. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey signed bills last week that ban biological men for participating in girls' sports, make gender reassignment surgeries illegal for minors. You think you have to have a law? That's how insane this country has gone. And prohibit abortions past 15 weeks. The governor said the laws will promote fairness in girls' sports and protect children from going through irreversible gender surgeries, more than likely that their parents are pushing. And the left and those rhinos on the right, I'm looking at you, Larry Hogan, from Maryland, are all upset about this. South Carolina's women's basketball team refused to go on the floor for the national anthem ahead of their final four game because they hate America so much. Talking about hating America, Detroit Free Press editorial board. Will we ever learn what happened on January 6th? A House committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol is getting... Was it really an attack? Can you honestly call it an attack? And then why aren't they talking about the land bureau, the Indian Bureau of Land or whatever, that the leftist attacked in the same manner? They were destroying windows to get in. Why aren't they talking about that? Why isn't there a commission for that? Why isn't Peter Meyer or Fred Upton calling for the impeachment of Biden because of that? Again, it says the... Was there a, uh, a riot? It depends how you determine a riot. Was it bad what they did? Yes. They just shouldn't have done that. They don't need to act like Democrats because Republicans get treated different than Democrats. And when they act like Democrats, as they did that day, because they're always breaking into, remember, Code Pink and, and all those other groups are always trying to shut down legislation from moving forward or shut down whatever uh, the certification of things they're moving forward. But would you call it an attack? Uh, I, I there's a question for you guys. 269-441-9595. My point about this is, this is a farce. It's a totally run Democratic committee. And the free press can't even tell you that. There are no Republicans on this committee. There are a few that, uh, that Pelosi chose. She wouldn't allow, like, all the other times, the Republicans to pick their own. So when and if the Republicans take control this fall, they better never allow the Democrats to be able to pick their own people to be on these committees. Because if they do, do not vote for those Republicans. Or any Republican who doesn't advocate for the Republicans choosing the Democrats to be on certain investigative, at least minimum, investigative committees. Because if the if if uh, Kevin, what's his name, who they say would be Speaker of the House, if he allows any Democrats to choose the leadership and Democrats to choose who can go on the committees of investigation, just stop voting for the Republicans. It's over.
just, you know, vote for a libertarian or someone else. But of course, they're going to get down to some bottom. They'll make it up if they have to. They still haven't released 14,000 hours of our tape. They won't let us see the tape, the video. Why do you think that is? And then we got bobblehead over the weekend. Bobblehead Biden gave some speech where he complimented Michelle Obama when she was vice president of the United States. So that's a little bit of national news. Let's get back to the Michigan news. In that first hour, we talked about an editorial by the Detroit News, uh, basically saying Whitmer promised to fix the roads. She owns the failure. She couldn't fix it. Yes, she did try by asking the tax to be increased by 264 or whatever percent it was from 19 cents, I think it was at the time, to, to uh, 64 cents. That's not a reasonable attempt, wouldn't you agree? And then we talked about student debt loom. Uh, student debt, now you're going to get your, your chorus of articles saying, whoa, whoa is me. These kids never knew what a loan means. It actually means paying people back. They had no idea. And if that's true, they had no idea. There's no way they should have been even lent money to go to college. They're not college material. They have not paid a nickel of their student loan in two years. That's supposed to, it was only supposed to go for five, six months to September of 2020. They extended it six times. Now they're supposed to start May 1st, maybe. We'll see if there's not another extension because the Democrats want to extend it another year. But none of you who owe money to the government, did they stop paying or asking you guys to pay them? That's what I want to know. Ken writes, would it be fair to ask individuals that did not go to college to pay for those that did? No, it wouldn't, Ken. But that's what they would be doing. Simply taking from one class to distribute to another class is a socialistic theme. Well, it's the socialistic party. Nicholas writes, if a delicate, delegate promises to forgive student loans, what do you mean by a delegate? A candidate, maybe, promises to forgive student loans. Are they buying your vote and isn't that illegal? Didn't this come up in Florida when they were paying bail money to release criminals so they could go vote? Don't remember, and it wouldn't be that. That's just not. Uh, the, the government has stated, uh, has voted itself in the ability to use our money to bribe people for votes. Coming up after this break, students could dump the SAT scores on their transcripts under a new Michigan House bill. I'll tell you about that and more coming up right after this. You're listening to Live with Rank. Good morning, students. May be able to say bye or it's gone, your SAT scores on your transcripts. I was unaware of this, so I like finding out information that I don't know. Detroit News is reporting that Michigan high school students would no longer have their SAT score automatically placed on their official student transcript or be required to take the essay portion of the National College Entrance Exam under a bill approved by the Michigan House. So we have a Republican from Davison, Michigan, David Martin. He's the bill's sponsor. 
He said the change is to remove a requirement that leaves Michigan students at a disadvantage when applying to colleges. Why? Because state law requires Michigan schools to place the SAT score on official student transcripts as part of the Michigan Merit Exam. So even if a school doesn't ask for your SAT, which I'm, I guess is happening before, it never is happening now. It never happened before. They always wanted your SAT or ACT scores. That's the first thing they asked for. So if they're not asking for it and you took the SAT, they're going to get it when they get your transcripts. Quote, regardless of how well a student performs on this one exam, even if they're applying to a college that doesn't require SAT scores as part of the admissions process, the score must appear on their official high school transcripts. This puts Michigan students at a disadvantage while students in every other state get to choose whether they want their scores to be submitted, end quote. What if I don't want my income to be submitted? You're asking me for my income. What if I don't want my income to be submitted when I uh, fill out my taxes? What if I just tell you what my income is? Now, I don't land one way or the other on this one. This is more informational piece for you it just we just seem to be getting away from anybody being accountable to anything unless they're republicans under the bill that was passed on march 23rd he said students and parents will have a choice about whether to submit their sat scores quote the score a student gets oh no i already told you that one so that's what's happening today. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I want to point this out to you. I am going to agree with a person that I agree. I don't think I've ever agreed with this person. And that person is a state representative from Detroit, Democrat, Cynthia Johnson. As I told you, there's two pieces to this. One is they don't have to report or it won't automatically be put on your high school transcripts, your SAT scores, if this was to pass in both the House and the Senate and signed by the governor. As well of removing the requirement for the MME to include a writing component. The college board, which administrators the SAT test, discontinued the writing portion of the SAT in 2021, but Michigan students are still required to complete the essay portion. According to a 2021 college board blog, quote, writing remains, remains essential to college readiness, and the SAT will continue to measure writing and editing skills. But there are other ways for students to demonstrate their mastery of essay writing, and the SAT will continue to measure writing throughout the test, end quote. Really. There, so the, this board is saying there's other ways of, let me see, let me make sure I get this right. There are other ways for students to demonstrate their mastery of essay writing other than essay writing. That's what they told you. This world is so crazy. There are other ways for students to demonstrate their mastery of essay writing, quote unquote, 
other than, I'm saying, essay writing, because that's what they want to get rid of, the essay writing. State Representative Cynthia Johnson, a Democrat from Detroit, I am shoulder to shoulder with her on this one. You see, again, I want to prove to you guys in the middle of the left, again, I want to point out, so you see, it's about policy with me. It's about issues with me. It's not about whether you have an R or a D. Sure, I disagree 99% of the time with the D because most of the, you guys are, are pushing us to socialism and the uninformed don't realize it. They don't realize what they've done to this country. Look what's happening in this country. Things are worse under Biden than Democrats, not just economically, socially. The, the craziness that's going on out there, crime, murders, discriminatory beating up of the Asian uh, uh, people, those brave, brave Democrats who go after old Asian women and men because they're brave. That's increased. Everything has gotten worse. Has anything gotten better under Biden and the Democrats? I ask you that. Has anything gotten better? Now, I take the economy out because that's a, that is a, totally because covid Restrictions are now over. Has nothing to do with what's going on. Not yet. Has anything gotten better? Has things around the world gotten better? Has our foreign policy gotten better? Is it is it more peaceful around the world today under them? What about prices? We know that. It's through the roof for everything. What about just social groups? Same thing. Tearing us apart. Crimes up. What has improved? Take economy off the economy off the uh, off the table. And if, if Trump was sitting as president right now, I would say the same thing. Would he be uh, boistering about uh, being boisterous? I should say about how great the economy is doing. Yes, but until you get back to what it was pre-pandemic and then start adding jobs, you've done nothing. You've all you've done was laid off tens of millions of people and then say go to back to work. Look, look, I just created 10 million jobs or whatever it is. I don't know why I started talking about that, but I'm going to agree with State Rep Cynthia Johnson, Democrat from Detroit. She was the only House member to oppose that bill. She issued a statement saying more writing should be encouraged, not less. Quote, the subject of reading Writing and arithmetic used to be the three foundational pillars of education and have long been considered indispensable for society. An indicator of progress in any culture is the percentage of people who can read and write, end quote. Thank you. Can you believe I am 100% in her camp on this? These kids can barely read or write now without their texting. It's all texting and in uh, shorthanded words. There's very little personal one-to-one -one, um, association with people anymore. People are in the same office building and texting to each other or a Zoom meeting or what have you. So I agree with her, 100%. She went on to say, if it's to make the playing field equal, I do not believe this is the way to go. As a black woman, this legislation is insulting and will ultimately hurt in the long run, end quote. It was State Rep. Johnson.
So I am so happy that I'm able to prove once again it's about the issues with me. Now this. Well, you know what? Let's take a quick break and we'll come back on the other side. Students of color, ninth graders, more likely to be held back in school in Michigan. You know what's going to happen. You know the question I'm going to ask and what's coming next. I'll tell you about it right after this. 269-441-9595. If you have a thought about what we're talking about today, love to hear from you. We'll be right back. with rank on this wet Monday, 269-441-9595. If you'd like to hear from us, we're talking about, you know, once again, uh, we're trying to distinguish between colors of kids or people. Uh, Certain, I guess, political agendas. Because why would the Detroit Free Press have a piece said uh, titled Students of Color, Ninth Graders More Likely to Be Held Back in School in Michigan? Okay, that may be a fact statement. But in the piece, and they don't say why. They don't say, well, what's what we see is that all these white kids who have the same records, they've failed at the same classes, they have uh, aren't reading at grade level, They get advanced. The black and Latino kids don't. We're not seeing that. They don't write about that at all in this. So I don't know the purpose. And they're they're not telling us the purpose of the piece. Because if the purpose of the piece is showing how horribly these public schools are doing for these inner city kids, if that's where they're from, well, then fine. But then say it's because these schools are doing so poorly for these kids. But no, we have a researcher at the University of Michigan that says you can never hold someone back for failing or not having the right grades because, quote, there's something wrong with you. That's what you're telling them. You have failed. And a lot of students carry that label with them, not just for the rest of schooling, but for the rest of their lives, end quote. Well, you know, Gabrielle, there's girls I asked out and they wouldn't go out with me. I feel like a failure, and I'm going to carry that for the rest of my life, Gabrielle. Was that the girl's fault? Or is that my fault? Or is it no one's fault? They just didn't like me or want to take it to to that level. No, according to Gabrielle, those girls were horrible human beings because they've stained me. I've carried this. I've carried this for the rest of my life. I'm still carrying it. All those girls who denied to go out on a date with me. And all those basketball teams that refused to allow me to play on their team because I sucked at it. Because I had a body built for football, not basketball. They're horrible people, all of them. About 4.4% of all black students and 3.6% of Latino students in this state were held back compared with 2.8% of all white students. All right, what's your point? What's your point? Is your point that these black students and Latino students are getting horrible education in the public schools they go to? Because, you know, us on the right have been saying it. You know, here's a white guy. I've been saying it for years. 
Before the pandemic, Michigan schools routinely held back 40,000 students or about 3% of all students. I'm surprised. I really am. Quote, there was a lot of talk about parents requesting that their students be restrained for this year because they were worried about learning loss. End quote. Why were they worried? We were told by Whitmer. We were told by the teachers union. We were told by a lot of teachers. They're getting excellent education through the Internet. Online classes. Allison Sokol, assistant director of P-12 policy with the Education Trust, said research shows that while students in the short term score better in English and math, when they repeat a grade, students do not benefit academically from retention over a long-term period. Well, okay. My question for Allison would be, what do you mean by that? So if a student can't read well, and you, Allison, suggest they be promoted to the next grade, then they'll, they'll do better academically than they would if they were held back and taught how to read at grade level? Is, is, that, is that what you're saying, Allison? Someone who can't read at grade level or someone who can't perform math well you're saying, well, it's better if we just promote them to the harder math classes, to the harder reading assignments. And in the end, academically, they do better. Does that sound logical to any of you? I completely understand being held back and what that would do to a kid. I get it. I get it. If you're focusing just on not upsetting that kid, then yes. Because who wants to be held back as a kid? Even though you may not be performing well and you cannot do the work at the next level because you, don't, you can't read well, you're not doing math well. Now, their suggestion is we get tutors for all these people. Well, isn't that hilarious? Because that's what that Michigan, Let Michigan Kids Learn program is all about. Wealthier people donating money to a cause to allow people to use that money to get tutors, to be able to use it for transportation in public schools. Yeah, and yes, maybe go to a private school and everyone on the left is against it. They're against tutors? No, they're against private money using it. They want public money to pay for it. Lines are open. We'll take a quick break. Come back on the other side and start taking some of your phone calls. 269-441-9595. You're listening to Live with Rank.